Yes, th there he is now. Let's see if we can speak to him. Carl, Mr. Panzram. Mr. Carl Panzram, you just successfully robbed the mansion of former President William Howard Taft. What are you gonna do next? They said it couldn't be done. The state of Minnesota gave up on me. My own parents gave up on me. But goddammit, Carl Panzram has made it. I got the jewels. I got the war bonds. I got the Colt 45. Fuck you, Taft. You thought you could lock me away in Fort Leavenworth and throw away the key. But I'm back, baby. Bigger and better than ever. I'm gonna steal yachts and fuck thoughts. I've got the funds and I've got the guns. Let's pans ram, motherfuckers. Woo! Welcome to a brand new episode. Episode 10, Joe. Yes. We're double digits, bitches. <laughs> episode 10 of Spread the Dread Podcast. I'm John. And I'm Joe. And uh, what you just heard, <laughs> Joe did some snooping around. <laughs> I was amazed. I never knew that there were was a live interview with Carl Panzram, let alone an audience of fans cheering on him stealing jewels and war bonds and money and a gun from former president william howard taft where did you find that i don't know just took a lot of snooping i'll tell you what her bowling search terms on uh, the czechoslovakia and google are bar fucking none but we hope you enjoyed that Can't compare no 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 irreplaceable so yes motherfuckers we are back we're back on the main fucking show uh, after it being, feels so fucking good. It too. does. It feels really, really good. Uh, we got a good subject matter for you here. Yes. Uh, we're no longer sick. Yes. Of course, if you weren't complete fucking twats and actually listened to the double dose of Fright Flick Fuck Mary Kill that we dropped yesterday yep. for Fear Street Part 1 and Fear Street Part 2, you would know we feel better. You, if you're going, I didn't know they were fucking sick. What happened? <laughs> then you're also you're, not following our fucking social no, media. No, and you're not a twat. You're a cunt with a hard K. <laughs> uh, because you should follow us on Instagram and Facebook, and then you would have known that. For everyone who does follow us, we're feeling better. Thanks for asking uh, while we were out. Um, also, too, we haven't followed up on this for several weeks, and we've had a few people wondering about it. I mentioned that my dad was having open heart surgery. Oh, yeah. He's doing great, everybody. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I guess I'm just a terrible fucking son, but because he was doing good, I figured nice no one was hanger. I don't know the figured fuck no one thinking. was interested because he survived. Yeah. But yes, he's doing great. Joe, your busted butt bone <laughs> is 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 better than ever. Yes, it's, it's 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 healed. It's we're good. I only minimally need my pillow for when I'm sitting on a hard surface. Outside of that, my ass is fine. <laughs> That's great. So everyone, we're 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 100% we're in the 90s yes. percent wise. We'll never be fully 100. You should you should see our lifestyle. <laughs> um so yes, um we're glad to be back and of course like as I mentioned, the the double dose of fright flick fuck Mary kill is up now. This is officially episode 10 of the main vein spread the dread podcast yes. and it feels good to be finally hitting it uh for those of you who are new joe where should they go to learn more about us oh spread the dread podcast.com 
This is actually where you're going to find all those uh, social media links. So stop being a cunt and actually fucking follow us. Yes, yes. Um, and also it has all of our uh, links to the different, var- well, various podcast. Uh, direct links. That's yes, important. direct links to yes, all Yes, you the click on those podcasts. fucking links. You're not going to go to the Spotify homepage. Mm-hmm. You're not going to the Castro homepage. You're not going to Podbean's homepage. You're going directly to us because why the fuck would we want you to listen to anything but (laughs) us? us. We don't want you to know that there are much better options out there (laughs) than what you're currently listening to. There's also links to our YouTube and our BitChute if that's how you throw down. Again, we don't record any of this live yet, but we are still putting the audio versions up on there. Uh, and somebody's fucking doing it. I don't know. The, the plays are w- way better than I figured it would be on something I like that. I figured we wouldn't have anybody listening at this point. That applies to this whole thing. It shouldn't be a trend thing. up line. It should be a trend down line, yeah, I thought. Yeah, Like peak interest around episode two, and everyone was just like, mm-mm. But I no. think we're like the bad boyfriend that you just keep going back to. <laughs> Keeps beating the shit out of you, but you keep going back. Right, right now, <laughs> some woman looked over at her guy, like, from the side eye <laughs> and it looks like huh? <laughs> you know uh, but, maybe but, I'm that person. yeah and, and while he's fucking spiking a fucking needle full of medicine into his vein she's <laughs> just like hoping he doesn't look at her and uh, what, you know we were getting darker and darker I'm sorry uh, but yes and then of course you can reach out to us at spread the dread podcast at gmail.com or message us on Instagram feel free to message us on Facebook as well but we're barely on there uh, and it appears most of you aren't on there either because right. it's fucking Facebook and I'm guessing that our audience isn't scam artists <laughs> and everyone's grandparents uh, so, Facebook yeah. is going like the trend line of like the old school geo sites and like the homesteads now (laughs) yeah i i oh my god whatever uh but yes that's how to keep up with us um uh one one final thing uh remember the five star super spreader sticker uh promotion you go on to apple podcast and leave us a five star review with an actual review that you can screenshot and send over to us on gmail or instagram Along with your mailing address, and we will send you a free five-star super spreader spread the dread sticker, and that's the only way to get them. Joe, is there anything else that we got to do here? Uh, remind people that during those uh, reviews on Apple, if you don't cuss, they'll show up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Casey, Casey or Cassie, our our great lesbian fan from Wisconsin. Uh, yeah, third time's the charm on that one, and uh, it's less of a review and more of her talking shit to Apple because she kept swearing too much in the reviews, and they would never post. And then, of course, she stopped swearing, and Apple lets it through. And I think that's why there's such a big gap between what is visible uh, visible because we only have like three or four that are visible, but we have like eight or ten actual five-star reviews and yeah. i'm like huh. so, so maybe if some of you were like hey I, I definitely wrote a review knowing you being our fans go back and make it quite not as vulgar and maybe it'll work it worked for cassie i don't know i don't know why apple hates lesbians i don't know why they committed a hate crime on a friend of ours but i would like tim cook to know that i got his number and that he clearly hates gay people and I'll say it loud and proud, just like how Cassie lives her fucking life. <laughs> so, Joe, let's let's go ahead and get into this episode. Now, I, I do want, and we, <laughs> we should honestly be doing this at the beginning of every one of our episodes, uh, but I want to warn everybody. <laughs> this is, we should honestly, our entire intro should just be a fucking warning. <laughs> um, but on this one, we are, we are, as you could tell from the title in the picture, we're doing Ricardo Lopez, the Bjork stalker. For those of you who know anything about this story, you know that this guy, he, he went nutso 
uh, was trying to kill uh, Bjork. He was a stalker. Bjork, the Icelandic pop singer. Some of you may know her. Some of you, she, she sold a lot of fucking albums uh, worldwide. And so when he did it, he did a video diary mm-hmm. almost for an entire year going through his fucking madness. Yeah. Um, those files used to be very readily available. Yes, they were back in the day. That is not the case anymore. We struggled to find what we found. And a lot of the websites that used to have it, like Live Leak, Best yeah, Gore, and some of those, they don't exist anymore. Yeah, yeah. Um, and actually, that's how I found out that Live Leak's gone because you said they turn into something else now. Yeah, and and yeah. It, you gotta it, fucking love censorship of the fucking internet. It's yeah, stupid. yeah, exactly. So, uh, but we were, we did manage to pull some clips up. I will go ahead and warn everyone. There's an N word in here. Yeah. All right. I tried my best to figure out a way to clip it out. Could not do it without doing it. So just remember when you hear it, A, it's not us saying it, it's him saying it. B, he's dead. Yeah. So congrats. You know, you, you don't have to worry about it anymore. Um, and um, another warning, we got the audio of his suicide on here. And yes, we're we going to fucking play it for yeah. y'all. And give you the breakdown. Yes, and give you the breakdown. So this is going to be a new one for us where we actually intersplice stuff. We're, for, 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 go, for hitting double digits, we decided to go fucking hard in the paint. <laughs> uh, straight flock up in this bitch. So, yeah, Joe. So, so are you ready to get into it? Yeah, let's All do right, it. Let's, let's get into Ricardo Lopez, the Bjork stalker. Do you want to see something funny? I'm going to show you who I am. Oh. oh, I am a monster. Oh. 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 Ricardo Lopez was born January 14th, 1975 in Uruguay. I actually didn't know that. So he was actually born in the country of Uruguay. Yes. Yeah. Oh, okay. His, his, okay. Yeah. His family immigrated here. Um, okay, so so he was so he immigrated here as well. Yes. So he was okay. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. Um, he do, he died December. Or sorry, September twelfth, nineteen ninety six, in Hollywood, Florida, Florida, at the age of twenty one. And spoiler alert: via suicide. Yes. Um. So so okay. So I didn't know that uh, that that he immigrated here with his family. Uh, it says that they actually immigrated to Lawrenceville, Georgia. Yes. Now I know Lawrenceville, Georgia. Mm-hmm. I got some family around that area. I don't know how in Uruguay you hear about Lawrenceville, Georgia, this diamond of the South. Well, I would assume, I don't know what kind of industries were strong here in that point in time. I know in in the Carolinas it was textiles, but I'm not sure around the Georgia area. So it may have been, you know, an industry transfer. Fair play. Fair play. Um, So, yeah. So, like I said, Lawrenceville, Georgia... He was actually reported to have a really good relationship with his family. He was described as easygoing, a good kid, you know, the the typical childhood. But right. it also was kind of said that his parents felt he was a little off. Um, mm. His brother kind of took him under his wing. And that was the whole reason why they went from Georgia to Florida is that he was actually going with his brother who owned the pest control company. Um, so they're, they're, they are tight-knit. And so, to a certain so did everybody level. go down to Florida or just his brother and him? Just his brother and him. Okay, his so parents it, stayed back in, 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 in Georgia. Yes, okay. back in Georgia. Uh, yeah, it said that you know, he was you know, easygoing, very introverted. You know, he, was, he, wasn't, uh, he, he had very few male friends. Uh, it wasn't, you know, he wasn't one of those popular kids, just kind of one of those kids that's just in the background of everything. Not in a weird way, just 
I hate to say it this way, but almost one of those forgettable faces that you you know we all yeah. we all remember them um, you know from school just being like holy shit like I remember the I remember the guy's face I can't remember that fucker's name to save my life they were just there yeah. and that's kind of how Ricardo lived his life and there's a lot of people that it's it's social construct like their capabilities like interacting you know social awkwardness could have very much played into that we will never know right so we can only speculate. Right. Uh, they did say that um, he, he never had a girlfriend, though. Which, I mean... He didn't have a girlfriend, but he was very awkward around girls, too. Right. But again, it, it's one of those things, man. Like, especially if you're, if you're someone listening and you find yourself... And I don't mean this in a shitty way. You find yourself kind of empathizing with Ricardo Lopez, especially if you're around his age. I mean... The dude killed himself at 21. Yeah, before you, life really starts and you exactly, figure out who you man. are. Dude, I didn't have my shit together until my mid-20s. Yeah. You know, we were already together by yeah. then. You we can vouch for that. Yeah, we didn't get our shit together until we had our first kid. Right. So, yeah, I mean, dude, yeah, 21, that's that's insanely way too young to be fucking deciding that it's all over with, no matter exactly. how inadequate Absolutely. or awkward you feel, man. Absolutely. And, dude, I mean, there's there's guys that, are, that fucking die being awkward, you know, fucking had a wife for 40 years and are still awkward around women. You know what yeah. I'm saying like just 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 hang in there um he had dreams of uh being a famous artist and actually dropped out of high school yeah what grade um it actually i so he was around 16 or 17 so you typically like graduated 18 junior. yeah so you have to be a, a certain age before you can drop out so i'm assuming he was around 15 or 16 oh, okay so yeah yeah sophomore junior in high school did he drop out to pursue his dreams of being a famous artist? Is that what he kind of said to himself? Do we I, know? I or? think so. Um, it It's reported even on like Wikipedia, the different articles, that more or less, like that was the intention, but he never pursued it out of fear of rejection. Uh, so he was frozen still because of his awkwardness, about how he felt about himself. He had a desire to do something, but still he held himself back from even trying. Well, I mean... That's something even even with running this podcast. I mean, you 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 were nervous. You know, I I played I I was in bands and stuff like that yeah. growing up and, and even into my twenties. Um, I've done pursued other things that involved like YouTube and music and things of that nature. But when we started this, oh, you were nervous. You were very fuck. nervous because you had never done anything like this. And I was like, it's it's and one I have of those some of those socially awkward constructs. Yes, yes, you yes, know me. Yes, you do. You've known you do. me since high school. Like but, I'm awkward as fuck. But so that's like a, no, that's I another get one of those it. things though. Like you if you if you're feeling like if you're you know if you're not worried about failing, you're not fucking normal. You're a fucking uh what's that a narcissist or a sociopath if you just think you're, you're going to fucking everything. make it. Yeah. yeah. And that's why just any of those celebrities any of those celebrities who give you like that, oh I just I just always knew I was destined for it. They're pieces of shit. And a lot of them are satanic pedophiles from what I've heard. Um, so, so don't listen to them, man. No. Anytime you try anything, if you don't think about failing, you're not fucking human. Everybody yeah. fears fucking failure. Yep. So, but uh, let's see here. Around 95. So this is, this, he's 19 to 20. Yeah. Uh, is when he actually moves down to Florida uh, to be with his brother. He said his brother... He, owned his, he had his own pest control company. Okay. And... In, and he would actually intermittently work for his brother just to kind of keep a roof over his head, you know, and paying bills and stuff. Cause he lived in his own apartment by that point. Right. So yeah, no, he, that's who he worked for was his brother. Okay. So his brother owned a pest company. He's working for it. Yeah. Um, and, and it says here that pretty much after 
he had dropped out of high school. He he pretty much became a recluse. Yeah. Like was and not going, a- wasn't leaving the fucking house, wasn't talking to anybody uh, and shit like that. So I, it probably was a pretty big thing to even move down to Florida. That, that had to be kind of, I'm so. I, I don't think it was the, tra- it, that was part of the trauma. Um, I actually think that by him moving, it allowed him to, that reclusion oh, was innate. Worse. Yeah, it was innate. It, it, well, it yeah. was natural for him to I'm go, gonna okay, I'm going to probably... be by myself because I already feel alone. Yeah. I, I might as well just go there I would and assume do what I have when to. he was still in Georgia, he was probably still living with his folks up until he left. Yes, yes. So, yeah, so this is, he owns his own place, or he has his own apartment in Florida, so now he can be even more reclusive. Yeah. Until he decides, you know, to intermittently work for his brother's uh, pest control company, yeah. um, it was said that he was just—he was just kind of immersed in his own world of fantasy and celebrities. This is that bullshit that every time I go to get fucking groceries, and and uh. and, and if you and if you, any of you, I don't think any of you are any of our listeners because you guys are just as fucking ridiculous as us. Every time I see those fucking tabloids, uh, my first thought literally is, who the fuck cares? How does you. anybody give a shit that so-and-so who really doesn't work for a living, they're an actress or on TV or a singer or whatever. I mean, they have their job, but they're also worth fucking millions. Why would I give a motherfucker that they lost 20 fucking pounds? Who fucking cares? Yeah. But at the same time, and we've all seen it, there's someone a couple registers over fucking thumbing through those goddamn things. You have entire networks like the E-Network and all this other shit devoted to celebrities. And, and then when you hear about someone, I mean, and you got to think, this is, this is back in, uh, what did we say, 95? Yeah. You barely have the internet presence at this yeah. point. No, agreed. So, agreed. So, so, so that so, you're being inundated celebrity- with the shit that you're supposed to, you know, uh, be interested in. And he... He caught it. Hook, well, yeah, line, but, and but, sinker. But, but on the other side of that, celebrity worship's only gotten worse. It's yeah. just the divide between people who, like us, are like, who the fuck gives a shit? Like, to me, I mean, like, I mean, don't get me wrong. There's, there's some people that all of us would consider famous that we may follow on Twitter or Instagram because we genuinely dig what they're into. But you know the people, like, okay, do you really give a fuck what Demi Lovato has to fucking say? Like, and if you do, sorry, I'm glad that you were able to give a shit about what Demi Lovato says and also like what Spread the Dread says, but I don't fucking get it. I've never gotten it. I don't either. I, I don't, I don't understand that. And, and it, a lot of cases where you have like celebrity stalkers, that's all they're fucking about. Like they live vicariously through these people. Like and that's a scary part. Oh, and that's man. where I don't, that's honestly where I don't understand how celebrities are cool with sharing so much about themselves on social media because all you are doing is possibly creating a a very tumultuous uh, situation in the near future. You know, like you, let's use Demi Lovato for instance. You know, she, I think a lot of her soapbox stuff right now is about you know, um, genders and gender identity and all that kind of stuff. Oh, yeah, didn't she come what, out as like inter, intersectional? So I forget the fucking word. I, I, I say, I'm not trying to like scoff no, at anybody. No, no, whatever, but. Uh, but more or less, when you, when you give out so much of yourself to the public, you should almost anticipate some of that coming back to you and biting you in the well, ass. Well, that's my other thing too, is where they, 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 they just pour themselves out and then something happens and they're like, like, you just give me some privacy. Why? 
you haven't given yourself up until this moment you wanted no privacy you wanted to be trending you wanted everyone to be talking about you and now you have a serious problem or someone has taken it too far i mean i get it you're a human being like everybody else and you don't necessarily deserve it no i'm not saying you deserve it but what the fuck did you do to prevent it yeah, it's, I mean, it, God it's damn, about safeguarding the, yourself. You don't walk down a goddamn street in fucking south end <laughs> of Chicago in the fucking middle of the night without at least a fucking pair of brass knuckles on you. So why the fuck do you walk around the fucking internet just anticipating nothing could possibly happen to you? That's what I don't get. That, I mean, and no, that, that's and that goes back as far as the fucking tabloids. Like, yeah. okay, uh, fucking subpoena them. Force them not to publish your, your information. Be like, you know, this is a fucking conflict of my privacy something but i've never understood it no. and i we know them we actually yeah. do have some friends that are just all about a celebrity or a fucking athlete and i'm like i couldn't give any less yeah. of a goddamn about that yeah. person just just immediately anytime you think you're about like really worshiping someone just imagine them really struggling to take a shit I don't care how pretty she is <laughs> i don't care how great looking he is how wonderful he dunks the ball Imagine them on a toilet, fucking cross-legged, a giant vein running up their fucking forehead as they are literally almost about to pass out from trying to push out a poop. And you'll realize that they, they deserve, they, they only take up as much of your time as you allow them to. Exactly. Uh, but anyway, so yeah, he, he lived in that kind of a world. Now, I, I want to get into this real quick, Joe. So you put something in the notes, uh, and, and you did say it's not confirmed. It's not. It was an Italian article, basically someone saying it was a possibility. Yes. Uh, but but I think from the, the stuff you have here, it's a good thing to bring up. Uh, the possibility that Ricardo Lopez had Kleinfelter syndrome. Now, now explain that, to, to A, to me, because I'm looking at some of this shit and being like, huh, that's a big <laughs> science word. Uh, and you know our audience. They're mostly like me. So... Talk down to us really quickly about <laughs> Kleinfelter syndrome. Um, it's basically it's just an extra uh, an extra X chromosome. Now, real quick, before, I'm sorry to interrupt. Down syndrome isn't that an extra chromosome? Is that an extra Y or something or what is it? Uh, I don't. Sorry know. to put you on the spot. I was about to say, yeah, definitely on the spot. I think it is an extra Y chromosome. So. I believe you get all your Y chromosome from your mother. X chromosomes come from the father. So okay. it, I think it's a, a an abnormality on the mother's Sorry, side. Sorry, if she's wrong, everybody, I let her. I did not ask her that yeah, prior, yeah. so she wasn't doing it. Yeah, but okay, so, so Kleinfelter Thanks, syndrome. John. Sorry, sorry. I, I should you never, do this to me all the time. I should never make you not look smart because you are the only smart thing going on. You and some of the smart-ass comments we get. Uh, but okay, so Kleinfelter syndrome is from an extra X chromosome. Yes. And like I like I said, it's not confirmed. I only could find it in this Italian article, like where it was actually written out. Now I went on to a genealogy site. Were they writing it about? They were writing it about Ricardo yes, Lopez. They were, okay, yes. Okay. Um, but again, it does, if I don't, I can't find it on two or more articles. It's not confirmed. Yeah, but it was worth eyes. mentioning because it, this again, this all happened right before the the real boom of the internet. So a lot of this stuff was brought onto the internet after it had already happened. Yeah. So and he does he uh, I think some of the characteristics that Ricardo um displayed physically and also mentally actually fall within, you know, Kleinfelter. But um it, the other place that it was ever mentioned and if you do a boleen search on it, he it will come up. There was somebody who has had a genealogy discussion on a university board. And this is many years ago. So this is a little bit after, you know, all this transpired. Okay. And they were actually talking about um new symptoms of Kleinfelter. 
And somebody had actually pegged and said, hey, at Ricardo Lopez, isn't this what he has as well? Oh, and okay. so that was the only other thing that I could cooperate it with. But obviously, that's not an article. It was a comment. Nobody replied to it. But it is a topic of discussion. Because... Right, yeah, so go into, go into some of the, the, the uh, symptoms or characteristics of it. Okay, so um, we'll kick it off with a lack of body hair and or facial hair. Now... Ricardo, you'll notice that he does have very patchy chest hair. Right now, and, and, and again, if you're really, really wanting to see some of the video, there's there's some portions of Ricardo's videos out there. Yes. Particularly on like YouTube, BitChute, and stuff like that, where you can find where someone else had done a video years back, and, yeah. and they still have it in there. But you used to could get the entire library. You could find all of it. Which the you, FBI prevented it for a few of the videos. I think it's like yeah. But you used video, to you used to be able to back in the day on the on like I said like Best Gore and Live, Live Leak and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah. You could get the full thing, which was dozens of hours. Yeah, I think I want to say I saw it the first time on Rotten Tomatoes, maybe. No, or not Rotten, 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 Rotten Tomatoes. Okay, shit. all right, but but go ahead. Okay, yeah. Okay, so yeah, he has some body hair. Yeah, so it was patchy. Um, sometimes they actually could talk about a lack of pubic hair or it's like female pattern. Um, so when you talk about that, the lack of body hair, facial hair is that even though he was patching the chest, he had, didn't have the ability to actually grow facial hair. And there is a video. Uh, I do not remember which number it was, but it was mentioned on another site where I was like talking back forth with some people that it was mentioned that he couldn't barely grow facial hair so he never really had a need to really shave his face gotcha okay um and then also about the pubic hair there is a video and it's not i couldn't find it because it was obviously pulled down at some point because right. it does a lot of the times he would actually film himself nude or with underwear and somebody yeah, yeah. mentioned particularly near the end of the video exactly and stuff. yeah near the end somebody was talking about that he didn't have that much pubic hair also, that he was well, sounds to me like Ricardo didn't get too crazy to take care of little Ricky downstairs, maybe. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. Going, no, go ahead, go ahead. Um, and that kind of, and I know I'm skipping along on the notes, but no, that's fine. Um, they also say that um, atrophied or small testes, small penis, are also part of Kleinfelter. Okay. Both of which he displayed. Why, guys? Calm down out there. Some of us just aren't blessed. None of us have a syndrome. <laughs> Or anything like that. It's just, you know, but but in Ricardo's case, we're thinking maybe. Yeah, so he was relatively tall. Um, I would say even pegging from the videos, he was somewhere around like maybe 5'11 to 6 foot one. Okay. He had very long legs, very long arms, very wide hips. So he had a very feminine um, dispor disproportioned body in comparison to a Got ourselves a, male. a thick boy. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, um, boy. You can also tell that, you know, he had really poor muscle tone. And again, yeah, some of I these can that. be, oh, okay, he's just a chunky guy. Yes, that is very right, so. Right, right. But we're, we're, it's speculative. So let's talk about all of it. Um, you know, above average height for his age. He had centralized obesity, meaning that, you know, the love handles, the tummy. It, okay. You could very much see that on all those. And then also breast development, which is what they also call gynecomastia. Yeah. Um, it is indicative of also of Klinefelter. It's not to say that every person who has gynecomastia has Klinefelter, but right. it is a symptom of it. And usually a below average IQ. Now, I will say this in his defense. Okay. Um, that a lot of the videos that I got the opportunity to kind of like listen through, he does sound very articulated. 
He sounds very much um, understanding of his own thoughts and right. his own feelings. But there, to me, that d- is not evident of an IQ. You can no, be in tune no. to your own thoughts. You can know exactly what you're doing. Well, but IQ, it, it's a it's a little bit more of a balance. IQ is also, uh, to me, almost along the lines of like the BMI, like the body mass index. Yes. Like it's a human test. We set up the rules. We set up the measurements and all that other stuff. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, uh, yeah that one's always tough to to put in there. And, and again, I mean, if you're like me, I have like three of these symptoms. Uh, you know what I'm saying? So, so, but. But with Kleinfelter, I, I just, I wanted to point that out, especially um, coming across that is because although he did display some of those physical characteristics, it's not confirmed. Right. So we're still. It never talk- will be confirmed. Yeah, we're still talking about somebody who intentionally tried to kill somebody or dis or uh, uh, right. uh, fuck somebody else up, and then ultimately took their own life. All right. Well, well, enough with all that science shit, because <laughs> I know what the fucking people want. Let's get back to to making fun of someone who's dead and can't defend themselves, <laughs> uh, and talking about shit that's just not right to fucking talk about. So, um, in 1993. So actually, uh, what two years? Yeah, two years before he actually moved, but. But right around that time, he started becoming a social recluse, even while he was living with his folks in Georgia. He became fixated on Bjork. Now, I don't have the stats for Bjork. If you grew up in the 90s, you know Bjork. She's still fairly-ish popular. Yeah. She's certainly very popular worldwide. Mm -hmm. She sold a fuckload of albums all over the world. I know she's from Iceland. Uh, She has a very unique voice. I personally think she's kind of pretty. Not the first. Or tenth, or ten thousandth celebrity that would pop into my head when someone says, "Oh, did you know he or she had a stalker?" If someone went Bjork, like especially when I heard this, I was like, "Fucking why? <laughs> why her? Like you know, or why him? Like she, Bjork's up there." Uh, so he began following uh, and gathering info about her life, and was following her career, and was writing her a lot of fan letters. That was a thing back in the day before you had email or before you could threaten someone on Twitter. Um, <laughs> that's how that's how we used to get down. Um, he cited her as his muse, Joe. Yeah. Uh, saying uh, the infatuation gave him a euphoric feeling. Um, and, and the obsession kind of uh, detached him from reality. Yeah, so what that does is that it gave him something to focus on externally that didn't involve his awkwardness, his failures, his self-esteem. And he could see somebody else having the life that he's always wanted. Which we talked about earlier. Yeah. So, and that was the thing. Like it, it was never stated if it was more of like a physical art or if it was a musical art that he was interested in. But either way, he sees somebody else living this, you know, fantasy life it was a way of detaching himself and that's where the euphoric feeling comes from is because that's the full detachment of reality right and and this dude was like keeping a diary about her yeah um, and that further puts you into delusion that further crests that like, yeah just that's, a, that's that another level gap. right there yeah uh, and so and then the entries note he longed to be accepted by uh, bjork and be a person who had a quote an effect on her life mm. and now that that is that is something to very much highlight because when that comes into play, right. there's a need to touch. There's, right, there's right. a need of interaction yeah. that a lot of people you're not just looking will through, never You're have. just not looking at the, at the monkeys at the zoo. You want to touch the monkeys. You want to get in there with yeah. them. And that's where you know the monkeys fuck you up. 
R.I.P. Harambe. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we'll go, go ahead. Um, but now it was quoted that they weren't sexual. Um, he's quoted as saying, I couldn't have sex with Bjork. Because I love her. Right. And that went back to his feelings of physical inadequacy. He never thought that he was good enough to do that. So, fellas, if you're out there beating it to fucking celebrities, you're normal. You're fine. You don't have Kleinfelter. Uh, If your first name is Ricardo, careful. uh, Because apparently y'all have tendencies. Um, So, but, you know. But, you know. So, but, yeah. He he did. And and, uh, the diary, Joe was over 800 pages. Holy shit, man. Yeah, and you're talking about from what, uh, 93 up until his suicide, well, uh, up until the January of the year he committed suicide. Yeah, because he stopped the diary once he had, once he was ready to, because then it became a video diary. Yeah. So yeah, in like two years, he wrote like 400 pages a year. Dude, like fucking Tolstoy is fucking jealous of him but it's a good thing to highlight because if you think about how many days like how many or how much or how much of his days was consumed by consuming articles about her picking up magazines about her writing about her listening to her music i mean he was literally putting in 10 hours a day of his life every goddamn day focused on this external source of euphoria yep yep fellas he was a simp uh, Put, putting in way too much quality time on abroad. <laughs> uh, so you you have some you have a little bit of, of breakdowns uh, stat wise of his diary. Yeah. So there's a in those 803 pages, there's 168 references to feelings of failure. Um, it's his in, in, inadequacies of being overweight, his disgust and embarrassment over his gynecomastia, and his inability to get a girlfriend. So this actually plays back up to he could never have sex with Bjork because he loved her. He right. had so much fucking self-hatred and self-loathing, he would never want to do that to somebody he loved. Jesus. Yeah, so that that shows you the 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 uh, the depths of his depression at right. this point. Um there are 34 references to suicide already just in his written diary. Um he quotes himself or this is quoting from his uh diary, a loser who never even learned to drive. So something that's normal right. to his the people that he sees around him, he didn't partake in. Right. Well, and also too, bro, it's, I mean, like he, he strikes me as the kind of person who probably failed and, and didn't try again. Mm-hmm. I, I failed every single part of the driver, including the fucking eye exam. Yeah. I failed all of them once. <laughs> I have mine. I failed the eye exam, written test, and the driving test all once. You know what? Like an American, I said, fuck failure. I'm going to do it anyway. <laughs> and I fucking got it. Ricardo Lopez needed a goddamn dose of fucking freedom. That's what he needed. But yeah, you, and he referred to himself as a cockroach. Yeah. So if, I don't know. It, to me, it's like, okay, so cockroaches are like the filthiest, dirtiest, most disgusting thing that you could possibly come across, you know, in a normal day-to-day situation. And that's what he considered himself. Um, but I, I remember, I think it was on one of the, it was a Reddit board that said it's kind of fucked up that he refers to himself as something that he would normally kill. Well, I, and see, I was being even meaner because I was like, you know, cockroaches are survivors. <laughs> and Ricardo Lopez isn't. No. no. Uh, very dead. If, but, that, if that offended you, welcome. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I actually thought that was a really interesting refer- inference from that. I was like, yeah, he, his day to day, you know, job, 
He kills pests, and he considers himself a pest. Oh, yeah. He probably didn't see himself as far above what he was doing, yeah. uh, the creatures that he was killing. And so. he, didn't, he also didn't even care for that job either, you know, because he, no. you know, he considered it a menial job. And, right. You know, it didn't have many – it didn't earn him much money. It just barely paid his bills and kept the roof so over his head. So that didn't make him feel any better about himself no, either. No, so for So he has multiple veins of his life that he feels a failure at. Now, there are also 14 references to murder. And there's 408 references to Bjork. That's a reference on one out of every, basically a little over 50% of the pages had something about Bjork in it. Yes. And it was always, you know, personality inferences, talking about her career, her music and stuff like that. And there are uh, 52 references to other celebrities, but I couldn't find out who that was. Right, right. All right, Joe. So, so let's actually get into... The start of the video blog, the vlog, the innovator that Ricardo Lopez was, fucking world's first vlogger. Yep. um, Talking about what he planned to do to Bjork. So he he actually started vlogging um, on January 14th of 96, which was his birthday. Yep. So he didn't make it a full year doing that because he was dead or he had killed himself by September. Yes. Uh, And this was, of course, uh, from his apartment in Hollywood, Florida. And what really kicked everything off was that in 96, uh, he read in Entertainment Weekly, again, don't read these goddamn magazines, don't go to their fucking sites, they're not good for you. They mentioned that Bjork was in a relationship with, I believe it was a French musician, Yeah. uh, but his his name was Goldie. You. He was never been any kind of famous in, in America. I, I'm sure some, if we, we have some European listeners, y'all may have heard of him. But she was in a relationship with him, and again, this is where there was, there was one little snippet I could have put in here where he ranted a lot and said a lot of the N-word. Goldie was black, um, and boy, that just brought all kinds of things out in Ricardo Lopez. I, there was never even mention of any kind of racism from him prior to this, was there? Yes, there was. Actually. Oh, shit, okay. Yeah, so um, there was actually there, his group of guy friends. Um, they actually ended up like harassing a guy. Um, they saw this really pretty white girl like walking down the street, ends up intercepting with a black guy, and they're pretty much all just fucking laying into this guy, and we're this, and we're that, and how much of a really? you know whore she is, and all this other stuff, and wow. it was a big altercation. Was this before? This is way before. This is when he was still in school in Georgia. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, so, um, yeah, he... he he was not ha- so he he had r- racial inclinations and then on top of that his 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 snow bunny from fucking iceland is dating a black dude yeah. and he doesn't fucking like it and he said i wasted 8 months and she has a fucking lover and and at this point is when he he decides that he has to punish her i want to i want to be the biggest influence on her life the the, the man person who the most influential, the the most important person who changed her life more than anybody else, okay? The guy who took her life, okay? So, at this point, uh, Ricardo obviously stopped writing in his diary yep. uh, and just was recording the video diary. He's quoted as saying, My life, my art, and my plan. Comfort is what I seek in speaking to you. I am being my own psychologist. Never a good idea, kids. No. Uh, you are a camera. I am Ricardo. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, yeah, okay, here we go. Here we go. Here's the stats. So there's 11 recordings over about nine months. Yes. 
but all, each recording is around two hours each. Uh, so it, it's, I think it was approximately like right around 18 hours yeah, worth of footage. Touch over. Yep. And again, all of this used to be out there. I'm sure if you know anything about deep web, you, you could probably still find them there, but surface web, we, we had a fucking time even finding the clips that we could find. We, yeah. we were actually, we were, we were looking as we, we've had Ricardo picked as one of our topics for a bit. Mm-hmm. So we were planning on actually just going through all of them. We wanted to fucking break it in. I've never watched all 18 hours of it. And I was kind of interested in it, at least glossing through all 18 hours. Couldn't fucking find it like that. But the, 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 the videos, they, they, they go from Ricardo uh, preparing for his revenge, talking about how his crush, Bjork, again, not in a sexual way, but it's just in his mind, love didn't equate to sex. Yeah, his infatuation. Uh, yeah, right, right. Uh, that now she she had become an obsession. So he's he's at this point, <laughs> the almost eight hundred pages in a diary where she's mentioned over fifty percent of the time. That wasn't an obsession. Now he's basically saying, "I have an obsession." When he's had one for mm-hmm. two years more, two or three years, but now because of his rage at her, he's so he recognizes his obsession because his obsession is a rage, not when it was a a love or uh, fascination yeah. obsession that he had with her originally. Yeah, and I mean, you can even you can even tell from the recording and even knowing this is that that infatuation. He's pissed off at who he used to be, and he's pissed off that he's he wasted all this time on her. And right. that, that's where the revenge and rage comes she from. She knew how hard I was working and on he, this. And he even alludes to it in one of his videos. And I want to think that it was like around the ninth or tenth video in his in his video diary that he says, he's like, I'm doing this for, because he's, you know, he's over there like messing and, and creating the bomb. Right. And he's just like, I'm doing this for old Ricardo. He's like, I'm not pissed anymore. Yeah. But, you know, that's who, who I used to be. That's right. That's the obsession. That's. You know, blaming it on this this previous tense Ricardo, but he's still living within his fantasy world. He's still living within his rage, and that is what's catapulting him forward. Right. Actually, the upcoming audio clip is that one. Okay. Uh, where he's talking about past Ricardo. So he 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 decided he was going to kill her. At first, he was going to kill her. He said, "I'm just going to have to." This is Ricardo. I'm just going to have to kill her. I'm going to send a package. I'm going I'm going to be sending her to hell. What he can. And this is fucked up here again. This is not showing signs of being dumb. This is why when I talk about the IQ thing, I'm like, that's a man-made measurement. Because I couldn't, con- I couldn't construct a fucking mail bomb right now if I had a fucking Ikea kit. Like, I, co- I couldn't. I, I, and this motherfucker was able to rig up his own fucking shit. He had planned to, to construct a bomb filled with hypodermic needles containing HIV blood. Did he ever specify where this blood was going to come from? No, I don't believe so. Because I mean, but I mean, then again, I, maybe he thought he could just get him off the street. You know, maybe I, I he mean, knew a bad alley. You know, I about what a bad alley. Oh, a bad alley. I thought <laughs> you said about alley. I was like, which alley? What alley are we? Who's been over here that had <laughs> HIV? I'm not going to fucking knock her, but I feel like I should know. Um, <laughs> but no, so um. He, he, he tried to do that, and he couldn't pull that one off. Yeah. So then when he failed at being able to do that, he, he shifted gears. Uh, I, I'm not a failure. Aha, I have decided that I won't kill her. <laughs> it's not that I can't, that I can't construct an HIV hypodermic needle bomb. We've all been there, you know. <laughs> um, so he decides that he's going to have a far more lasting effect on her life 
realizing his his inability to create this bomb, probably his inability to get HIV infected blood. I know that would have stopped me. <laughs> um, I, I would have certainly been like, if I could procure it, do I want to handle it? I know, right? Um, you know. What if the bomb accidentally goes off and all I do is fuck me up? You know what I'm saying? I ain't got Magic Johnson's money. I don't know what I'm going to do. Um, so he instead switched to building a letter bomb uh, that would have sulfuric acid in it, uh, like in a hollowed out book that he was going to send to Bjork's London home. And he actually dressed up the book to look like it was something her label had sent her. Yes. So he put a lot of fucking thought into this. And his his idea was, the, you know, the explosion would either kill her or disfigure her. Um, and he would commit suicide after mailing it and hope that they would either be reunited in heaven or that through maiming her, he would he would finally have that effect on her that he wanted to have on her because he would scar her for life. So everyone listen to this. This is the N word warning, by the way. Um, but but this is him kind of talking about that. Uh, this chick is going to pay, okay, this chick is going to pay, uh, not because, oh, this is my vendetta, you know, she did this to me. Look, I'm going down, okay, when the fear of living exceeds that of dying, you're going, you know, that's it, everything's over. Uh, I'm not emotionally involved with her, but I was, you know, I had, you know, I was obsessed with her. I'm not really, well, I mean, <laughs> it's funny now, if you look at this, no, I'm not obsessed now. But actually, I, I, I hardly ever think about her. But... I swore to the Ricardo of the past. Yeah, I worry more about the Ricardo of the past than I do of the Ricardo of the future. Okay. Uh, I'm doing this for him, for the Ricardo of the past, for revenge. Even though I'm not, you know, right now I, I can really do that. She's marrying uh, a black guy. Uh, I've already told you that, uh, Nick. Uh, and that's unacceptable. You know, uh, to this day, that, that's completely unacceptable for me. She has earned. See, by me killing her, though, that's it. You know, I, I would release her from everything. I don't want to release her. I, I want her to stay and suffer. I want her to stay and suffer. There's no point in me destroying her life because, what, it's over. No more pain. Yeah, no more good things. Yeah, but there's no more pain. There's no more. There's nothing more. There's no more satisfaction I can get from that. But leaving her alive, maimed, all fucking destroyed emotionally, okay, it's much more, it's, it's much, it's much more uh, of a sweeter revenge. You know, the French say that uh, revenge is a dish best served cold. So now we are at September 12th, yeah. 1996. Yep. This is the day, this is where he begins filming his last day, Ricardo Lopez. That's yeah. what fin- he named Final it. vlog. Yes, the final one. Um, he's preparing to go to the post office to, you know, mail the bomb off. And he brandishes a gun in the video. Yeah. And he's... Took he, it with him to the post office. Yeah, yeah. So he states... I'm very, very nervous. I'm certainly not going to get arrested. I'm going to blow my head off. Yeah. And what he means is, is why he's taking the gun is like, if he looks suspicious and they call him out, he's like, fuck it. I'm blowing my fucking head, uh, head off right here. Right. I mean, you're, you're, you're internationally mailing a bomb with sulfuric acid in it. I, I, I would imagine being concerned, like, is there some way for them to tell yeah. once they get this package? They got dogs who smell and, sulfuric acid. Right, and Ricardo was saying, he was like, no, like, I know how I'm going to go out. I'm taking myself out, so if they, you know, should figure it out in the post office or at some point back and forth during this journey, he was prepared. He had a gun on him the whole yeah. time. Yeah, so he, he gets back from the post office. He resumes filming. Right. Mail, mails it off fine. No, yeah. no issues. No, no issues at all. Um, Bjork's music is playing in the background of this video. 
it's, Lopez it's is a long, naked. It's a longish video, yes. that last one. He yeah. films a good bit of it. He talks about being nervous. But once the package is mailed, he, he at that point, he seems fine. Yeah, he's somber. Yeah, it, it seems like he was really not so much nervous about the killing himself, but wanted to make sure that his plan got off. Yeah, because that's what was going to be his legend. That's what was going to live past him. Right, yeah. He had already made up in his mind that he was going to die. Yeah, you had heard in that last clip we just played. The dude, the dude, his mind was, his mind was done. He he was was completely done with, with fucking living. Yeah. And I think that, you know, especially if you watch that one, he talks about being nervous, but it, it really doesn't come up again or very much at all once the package is secured and he's back home. Yeah, not on that level. Absolutely not. Um, So, yeah, no, you see Lopez, he's naked, he begins shaving his head, and he begins painting his face red and green. Right, and that's what you see on our cover art there, and that's that's, that was him the night he killed himself. Everything else prior to that, I mean, he's, apart from being, like, you know, either naked or wearing underwear, he's... A normal looking dude you know he's got hair everything else and i you know? think there's a lot of symbolism in it i'm not going to try to like jump down a rabbit hole but I, there's oh, some please <laughs> please please <laughs> I, there's some symbolism in it because he is shedding old ricardo he's shedding mortal life he's removing his hair he's changing his face he's making it easier for himself to perceive himself as somebody else right not seeing not seeing the man in the mirror that he's been staring at for 21 years at this point yes. he, he, he when he looks in the mirror he does not see himself and that it's shows easier. a reflection of internal how he no longer sees him as ricardo exactly you know, he wants to kill thing. this old he wants to kill this being right right yeah. um so you know obviously he examines himself in the mirror and he's like talking directly to the camera and says a little nervous now, but it's right. not the type of nervous you would anticipate. It's almost like the adrenaline, like, yeah. you know, like going up the hill of a roller coaster. Yeah. You know, you're, you're, you're nervous, you're strapped in, it's gonna fucking happen. You're gonna go down that hill. And I think that alludes to the nervousness he had at the post office, the right. adrenaline high from that and him coming off. So no, that's a great point. I think it's from the post office. Right. Yeah, maybe so. But I, I, again, I think prior to actually successfully mailing the package, I think he was really worried that he was going to have to kill himself and all that would be left would be the actual video and not his plan. He had to be able to do this to to Bjork in order to fulfill what he, his legacy, you know what I'm saying? But, but now it's done. It's, it's in the mail and now it's time to take care of the other part. Um, and and he, he, he states, does he, does he, he says this into the camera, you know, I'm definitely not drunk. I am not depressed. I know exactly what I'm doing. That is quote, quoted and, directly and from the video. To be fair with someone in his mental state, that's probably true. That's probably very honest what he said, his truth. You know what I'm saying? Everyone would be like, no, you you are absolutely, you, you, you know, you, you, you don't know what you're doing, bro. You're fucked in the head. But for him, I imagine those were some of the most clear moments that he had had in a long fucking time. Yes. Yes, exactly. Um, so... The song, you know, obviously, obviously Bjork's music has been playing in the background. It's, I believe he was playing through an entire album while he was at home, yeah. shaving and, and putting on the yeah, makeup and stuff. Yeah, her music's been playing this entire Apparently this album, it, the last song on it was I Remember You. Yes. And Lopez says, this is the last song. After this, I'm dead. I'm nervous. Yeah. He, at this point, the song is on and he's, he's sitting on the couch where, where he's going to do it. And the camera's stationary at this point. And um, he, he, he had a sign 
behind him. What what did the it was like a it was like a piece of poster board that he had he had wrote yes. on. It says the best of me September twelfth. Okay, yeah. So um so he he's he's This is his coup de gras. This right. is this is fi- this is his finale. So yeah, this is the best of him in right. his mind. Yeah, and, and so the song's going. Uh you can see him, he's trying to zone. Uh, he's doing some weird head movements and stuff, and then once once it starts to get to the end, he starts doing some heavy breathing. Yeah, uh, he cocks the gun. Almost sounds like he's going to hyperventilate. Yeah, yeah. So he cocks the gun. He shouts, "This is for you!" And that's when he begins hyperventilating. Right. Because it's oxygen, oxygen high. I mean, it's getting you high. I mean, yeah. It's the whole reason why it drops down in an airplane. It's supposed to give you that euphoric feeling so that he can again disassociate himself from the events. He's about that's about to transpire, and then. Um, so, so before we go any further, I, I think now we should play the clip. Okay. Um, so I, I want to warn everybody. Um, I mean, this is legit. You can find the videos of it. I, I'll I honestly, and we'll explain after the clip. The video, apart from the fact that you know someone killed themselves, there is nothing gory about it. No, you and we'll explain I, that. Yeah, too. exactly. Yeah, I want we'll explain it to it now. But but be warned. Feel free to skip ahead 15, 30 seconds if you don't want to hear this. But yeah, this this is the actual audio of, of Ricardo Lopez committing suicide. So, yeah, that is September 12th of 1996. Uh, 21-year-old Ricardo Lopez. That was, that was it. That's, um, that was uh, him. The, the song is finishing. And what you hear right before he puts the gun in his mouth is him once again saying, this is for you. Uh, he, you know, it's in a rush. Uh, it's a rush thing. Um, so, Joe... Go into so they say that the reason he had the sign behind himself was he was anticipating. Obviously, oh, oh yeah, he was, was going to blow his brains out. That's yeah. what he was thinking. So he was thinking, all right, I'm going to shoot up through my mouth. And I'm going to blow all this stuff onto the back. It's going to be almost like art. Yes, it's going to be the best of me, all on this piece of poster board. Mm-hmm. But as we told you, that's not what that's happened. Not you what literally don't see. You see him put the gun in his mouth, pull the trigger. He falls forward. Honestly, the audio is far worse than the video. Yes, it it very much is. Sorry, fuckers. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Why is this, though? Okay, so he actually used too small of a caliber of a of a pistol of a bullet okay um so it was such a small caliber it actually couldn't penetrate the cranial cavity at the back after going through all of his all of his brain okay and so it slowed down so by the time it hit the back of his skull all it did ping pong so all that bullet did it was just ricochet off the insides now the reason why um that you actually hear fluid yeah, if you if you heard that, where it almost sounds like a faucet's running at yeah. the end, and, and he's off camera when this is happening, he's fell to the floor, yeah. so you don't see it, but you you hear it, and it sounds like water running out of a faucet. Yeah, it does. No, so you know, obviously, you hear the gunshot, um, and then you hear him groan. That's just a death rattle, and then he falls forward. What you hear coming out is the blood and brain matter that's falling from his nose, his mouth, and his ears from that caliber Jesus bullet Christ. just ping ponging in his head. 
that is all the blood rushing out. That's Holy all the brain fuck. matter rushing out. So, yeah, so good thing the dude fucking drops off camera because otherwise you would, it would have been, a, it, it would have been a nightmare what would yeah. have been coming out of his orifices at that point. Yeah. And I mean, it also speaks volumes to, um, obviously, you know, this is mid September. It's not the coolest time of year. No, and it's in Hollywood, Florida. Florida, but it's, it took like four days for the smell to get around the apartment complex before somebody went up there and checked. So that, that leans towards the fact that, yeah, that was a lot of his internal fluids coming out because it started leaking through from the, into the apartment below. Ugh, really? Yeah. Oh, fucking hell. Yeah. I, so I knew it took, yeah, it took four days for the police to find him. So they had reported a, a, a smell. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, so his <laughs> juices, yeah. uh, <laughs> they started penetrating to the, through the floor into the lower apartment. Yes. Oh, God damn. Yeah. That's fucking, ugh. You yeah. think a fucking toilet flooding up above he's bad. Yeah. That's, you know, that's they'd be, be like, you, know, you remember that, that chubby Uruguayan kid that was up there? <laughs> that was him, you know? And, uh, fucking hell. Uh, so, so here's the fucked up thing, right? So the cops get in there. They, they, they find all of it. I, I'm sure at this point the apartment had to be a fucking, just a god-awful stench at yeah. this point. Uh, again, four days in a Florida apartment. September September doesn't do shit to Florida. No, no um, that's very true. Yeah. Um, so, but here's, here is the fucking thing. They, they, they see the tapes, obviously. They, you know, he's got stuff written on the walls and stuff like that. They, 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 they watch the tapes, realize what he's done, the, the package he's mailed. They're estimating, get this, right? This is, this is some, this is some fucking shit. They're estimating that it would take five days for a package mailed from Florida to reach Bjork. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, which seems actually kind of quick. So maybe he paid some good shipping on that one. I don't know. I mean, something that size, he had to have special shipping because it's a parcel. Just right. Saying. But it wasn't a big parcel. No, but still, it's a package. It's not a letter. But, but Ricardo, he didn't cheap out. Oh. On it, he he got the, he got the he fucking it got on a good plane. Yeah. Um, well, yeah. I mean, he yeah. didn't he, say- he didn't he didn't uh, fork out the money for overnight or two day though. Fair play. <laughs> Fair play. He may not know his options. Either way, uh, for fans of Bjork, it was a blessing. Um, so basically, the 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 package got to fucking London. Yeah. It just hadn't got to Bjork yet. Uh, but it was in the fucking city of London. So literally within twenty four hours. Had he not leaked through the floor, God. I know, I know, I know. Um, Bjork would have got this package. Yeah. Um, uh, British detectives at Scotland Yard, they set up a special uh, secret system to intercept it. They didn't want anybody knowing, obviously. They didn't even want to alert Bjork. You know, until they had it and it was it was done. They had detonated well, it. They it was had, all good. They had, but they just told her that pretty much her her managing office and her agent office would be the people that would intercept the package on their end. Okay. Yeah, okay, so it gotcha. would, yeah, any packages were not to hit her residence. Gotcha. Okay. So so they ended up getting the the package. Uh it was spotted at a post office in South London. Uh yeah, it, from there it would have been delivered to Bjork. Yes. Um so even even now you, Scotland Yard won't say to anyone exactly how they figured how they got a hold of it. Probably because it was pure fucking luck. Yeah. If they had some great thing to brag about, it's the cops. No matter where, <laughs> what country the cops are fucking in. If they really did some fucking next level Columbo shit, they will fucking tell you. <laughs> 
they'll fucking tell you they'll campaign, they'll fundraise off of that shit. So more than likely, they're like, oh yeah, we don't we don't want to tell or you. Or they anticipated if they gave out that information that they may would not be find, able to do it again. Yeah, exactly. They would thwart off the next possible attack on a Fair different play. celebrity. But but they did get it, and it was a successful fucking bomb. They had they had to detonate it. Yeah. So he he had done he literally had done. I don't want to say everything right because he he had done everything wrong, but. He had properly constructed this letter bomb, yeah. and it would have went off, and it would have blown sulfuric acid all over her had he his body not been found. Had his body been found twenty four fucking hours later, if not her, someone associated with her would have opened this up and would have got yeah, fucking and what hit makes with the me, acid. What makes me sick is that she's got a kid. What if the kid would have got a hold of it first? Oh, fuck. Yeah, she had a kid at this point. That, that that's the part of it i was just kind of it kind of turned my stomach because i wasn't aware of that until reading a little bit more about bjork and you know later life and stuff and fi- figuring out like holy shit she's got a goddamn kid i didn't even fucking know that yeah yeah um so. so yeah so right after the bomb was actually found bjork emerged from her house and you know obviously she's shaking she's yeah. releases a statement as yeah, they do yeah and she says I-, I make music but in other terms you know people shouldn't take me too literally and get involved in my personal life i make music for people you see she told these reporters. Right. And then, you know, obviously the Lopez's bomb didn't reach its target, but oh man, it's not a com- complete failure because Bor- Bjork will forever know him. She'll forever remember this guy. Right, right, right. Yeah, no, that's that's absolutely true. Um, and she even sent a personal letter and, and a flower arrangement to his family for his funeral, which is which is cool of her because, again, I mean, they're fucking hurting way worse than her. I mean, I'm sure this was And she wasn't... may feel some blame, like, you know, because yeah, she, I mean, he she was... didn't do anything. But, you know, if you're not a shitty person, you would almost... I would have at least, if I was her, sat there and been like, fuck, like, am I doing something yeah. to, to make this happen? Well, and you know? I mean, if you know a little bit about Bjork after the fact, you know, she had a lot of run-ins with, like, reporters... And stuff like batting, I mean, combatively, like abusively, like going after reporters and paparazzi when she would literally tell them, do not take pictures of me and my uh, kid or, a pl- you know, we'll. Maybe a f- yeah, fuck. I, and, I, and I've heard those stories about yeah. like her not being good with paparazzi and reporters and stuff. Mm-hmm. And yeah, you know, may- maybe that's what it was. But I mean, apparently Ricardo got his wish. <clears throat> I feel it in, in my head, you know. Now I'm thinking about, um, you know, if one day she'll ever see this, you know, you know, like I have all my taped library uh, to see who I really am, you know, who I really was. You know, maybe she's curious, maybe she'll have a, an interest in me, you know, fucked up, but that's how I think. So obviously this is a pretty heavy matter, and but yeah. thank you guys. I tried to make th- as many fucked up jokes as I could, <laughs> and I thought I was going to have a plethora because I mean, even though I'm a chubby dude, I was like, hey, he's fat. He, uh, you know, he, he got obsessed with a celebrity. This is going to be a fucking gold mine. And then as we dug into it, I was like, God damn, this is this is sad. It it, it really is no, sad. No, because if you it's have fucked, empathy, you, know? you can have empathy for him. Because I know, but I don't like our fans to know that I have empathy. <laughs> they don't. They don't. Well, I mean, they don't pay me anything anyway. But if they did, they wouldn't pay me to fucking have empathy. That's your job, not mine. But no, it, it's a it it's it's a fucked up story. With a kind of a semi fucked up ending because a kid still fucking took his own life before his life really started. Right. But he 
could have possibly hurt another person, her child, or somebody that she loved, and that was at least thwarted. That was at least prevented. Right. I do feel bad for Lopez's family because it was it kind of came out, yeah, obviously, that they were a close-knit family. His brother would go and check up on him, and when he couldn't get a hold of his brother, that was also part of why the cops decided to go to the apartment above. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. So yeah. it wasn't yeah, just leaking and smell. Hear from him. Yeah, so I do feel bad for the Lopez family as well. Well, yeah, and especially in that kind of a situation, you know, if, if you're a brother or a mom or dad, you're always going to question yourself. Particularly when it comes out that the, the, the dude had almost 20 hours of a video blog. He's, he's making a homemade bomb. He has, you know, over 800 pages of a diary. Um, that was actually started before he even moved in with his brother, you yes. know. So it, it's it's every as a parent. I mean, that's every parent's fucking worst. Well, not not worst, but it's one of like the top like five worst fucking nightmares for your kids to realize this kind of shit's going on right under your nose and trying to trying to walk that line of being like, all right, I got an awkward kid. You know, he's he's you know, I, I don't want to I don't want to make him feel over pressured. So. Well, it's a fine line to walk. Am I bothering him too much? You know, did I bring this on because I was asking too many questions? Did I did this happen because I didn't ask enough questions? Yeah, could I, you know, could, could I have intervened? Could have I have driven from Lawrenceville, Georgia, down to Hollywood, Florida, and just you know did a you know one off visit and forced myself into there and saw what happened, what was happening, and got him help before shit got so bad. All those thoughts are going to go through their families right, right. and minds during, for the during, rest of their lives. During that time, had they thought about a surprise visit and, and didn't do it? Yeah. You know, and, and would my surprise visit have saved him? You know, it, that's always – and that's, to me, is the saddest fucking part. It sucks. Ricardo Lopez, you know, kills himself at 21. But it's, it's, it's not an unheard of fucking thing. No. It's, it's not sadly – sad though that may be, yeah. it's not unheard of. And I, I mean, again, I, you, you could always take solace in the fact that if I was his mom or his dad or any of his family members, you know, all we have to, to mourn is the loss of our son. He could have taken others with him. Yeah, You know, exactly. there's a lot of people who deal with that shit. You know, think of the Columbine kids or yeah. any of these school shooter kids, you know, especially they, 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 they tainted so many other lives with their fucking illness. Uh, and, and that could have been the case here, uh, but luckily it didn't go that way, you yeah. know? Yeah, no, we were at least, or the entire situation is lucky for that. Right, right. But it does make for an interesting fucked up story, and <laughs> that's what the fuck we do here. So yes, dry those fucking eyes. The world's <laughs> still a shitty, fucked up, fun place to make fun of. And Ricardo Lopez is one of those fucked up cogs in the wheel of the world that we fucking live in. Yep. So, of course, we're going to fucking talk about it. And he was fat, so we can laugh about that because I'm fat. So <laughs> we, can, <laughs> we can at least giggle about that. So, But that's it, Joe. Yes, that's it. This is, I believe, our shortest episode of Spread the Dread really? itself. Yes. I, from what I'm looking at here, you know, I still got to do some editing and stuff like that. But, um, again, there's just – when we brought up doing Ricardo Lopez – the last time I had looked at anything, there was tons. Of, it was tons of places you could still. Obviously, not on a, uh, a lot of the the formats. Yeah, yeah, but the, I knew of plenty of places to pull up this stuff. And again, we had we had planned on 
at least skimming through all 18 hours of this kid's shit. And it's just not as available no. as it used to be. And what we found, we found enough stuff that we thought was pertinent enough to our talking points to, to be able to interlace some of his audio in. Feel free. I don't fuck around on the deep web because I'm the kind of motherfucker who will genuinely stumble upon something <laughs> illegally and I will go to jail. No one will fucking believe me. And that's and I'll get raped. And if you listen to this podcast, you know that's my biggest fucking fear. Bring on the spiders and the snakes, but a, a human snake? A prison snake? No, sir. No, sir. No, sir. No, sir. Um, so I don't fuck with it. Um, <laughs> but again, thank you guys all for listening. Yeah. Joe, if they want to listen to more or follow us or any of that other good shit, where do they go? They go to spreadthedreadpodcast.com. What do they find there? All our social media links, all the podcasts, direct links. No bullshitting around and also links to our YouTube and bit shoot. And, there, and there's a Podbean player on our website. Yeah, so you, you can anywhere. even listen to these from the fucking URL. So, it, dude, it has Every fucking thing. Yep. Your life, your pitiful, <laughs> meaningless fucking existence where my goddamn terrible show is the highlight of your week. It's the highlight of my week, so we're fucking <laughs> suffering together. You pieces of shit I call my people. <laughs> um, so, yeah, you can do all that from the website. And then, of course, you can hit us up at spread the dread, uh, da, 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 spread the dread podcast at gmail.com. And, of course, on Instagram. Do not forget. Five-star super spreader stickers are available. You go to uh, Apple Podcasts, leave us a five-star review, and give us a a, a one- or two-sentence review. Send a screenshot of that along with your mailing address to spreadthedreadpodcast at gmail.com or on Instagram, and we will give you a free sticker for your fucking trouble. Uh, if you have submitted one and we haven't, you haven't reached out to us. Reach out to us and everything like that, and let us know, and we'll 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 get it all worked out that way. I'm still waiting for Cassie's picture of the our, our sent sticker Cassie, on I that sent, fucking I <laughs> strap on. Cassie, I sent you two stickers. <laughs> Nobody else got two stickers, and I told you I sent you two because <laughs> I wanted to see one emblazoned on that strap on. And ho, you ain't done it yet. <laughs> so. <laughs> So I wasn't fucking joking. You don't put on that strap on. Send me my goddamn sticker. <laughs> but uh, but everyone, again, thank you for listening. It's yes. so great to be back. Uh, we're going to do our best not to get sick again. Thanks for letting us hit fucking double digits. Yes, yes, double digits on this. We're now three deep in our Fright Flick Fuck Mary Kill. You can find those as well. Uh, just yesterday we put up parts one and two for the Fear Street trilogy. Next Tuesday, the 20th, part three of the Fear Street trilogy, 1666. Our review for that in our Fright Flick Fuck Mary Kill will be up then. And of course, we will have a brand new episode of Spread the Dread podcast next Wednesday as is always the case it is a good one actually make sure you're subscribed to our Instagram or Facebook Um, we're gonna probably do a little video nothing nothing major uh, this this weekend and go ahead and announce who it's gonna be for some of you you're gonna go who but the people who know about this dude there's your first Kent are gonna go oh fuck yes because this is one of the unsung serial killing superstars of fuck duppery um and and a, a second hint he's from my home state Ooh. yes 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 go hint me and, go me and my goddamn bad self uh but yeah thanks for listening and as we say at the end of every episode i'm john and i'm joe you guys enjoy this episode have a good day 
and or a good night. And in the words of our man, Jack Torrance, Why don't you start right now and get the fuck out of here?